0: Hello and welcome to episode 80 of Kaiju Curry House. I'm Paul. We've got Smokey Joe and we're gonna talk all about some amazing merch such as an X plus Rodan and stuff that's coming out soon. But before we get into any of that, we're gonna ask Joe what he's been up to.
1: So Joe has been up to not a lot Kaiju related to be perfectly honest. Been quite a busy boy um however i did get the fantastic x plus 25 centimeter rodan king of the months or not king of the months yeah king of the monsters and I was gonna say he wasn't in godzilla versus kong was he
0: no but, remember uh, yeah i
1: no no not that anybody would remember really but i got the rick version which is the one with the volcanic wings which is awesome and we're going to do a little bit more on that later on in the episode, where you'll be able to see it if you're joining in via YouTube. But uh, yeah, that's been more or less it for me. Paul, what have you been up to?
0: Wow, Joe, that was incredibly quick. For me, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Joe bought something.
0: Okay, the end. Right. Um, okay, on to me then. So I have been playing a game that is okay
1: this is. Just, i did mine you're doing yours i'll do,
0: i'll do mine uh, it's actually a game that i think you would like joe it's called call of the sea and it's a first person adventure puzzle game so you don't have to have you know reflexes it's not fast paced or shooting you're you're walking around at your own pace and you've got some puzzles to solve so you've got to walk around solve some puzzles you know use your brain a bit um and it's set in the 1930s you play as a lady called Nora, and she's on the trail of her missing husband, who's gone off on an expedition in search of a cure for his wife's illness, so your your illness. And you end up following the trail to this very strange island, and no one will take you to the actual island, you know, there's stories of people who've gone there and, and won't return, so you kind of get close enough, you've gone a rowboat, and... You're now exploring this island, finding out what happened to the expedition before you, find out what what happened to your husband. And although this doesn't sound very kaiju-y, it's a very mysterious island. You will see at one point a a giant monster for a few seconds, and you'll hear audio recordings of it attacking. But there's a whole... I don't want to say too much, but there's... um, there's a whole civilization and a lot of like story and lore that's taken place on this island. And if you like uh, a certain Gilman, I think you would be happy with this game and you know the, the story that it's trying to tell. It's only about six hours long. So it's not. OK,
1: long... OK, so it's written off. OK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's not, not, not a massively big game. Um, i love how
1: you think i have six hours
0: <laughs> but that but that's a nice that, that's a nice short game that's the kind of thing that i go oh wow i can, I can finish that it's not i'm not gonna have to waste you know, not waste i'm not gonna have to put in a hundred hours to see it through this is just a nice story based game um so it's on playstation xbox and steam not on the nintendo i'm afraid but still quite a few platforms and it's it's gorgeous it's a it's a lovely tropical island that you get to explore. And you know, you just kind of it's like I don't know if you've seen walking simulators before, Joe, but their game is basically where you walk around and you interact with lots of things to get the story. So you can find um a photograph to find out, you know. It so sounds how... a
1: lot like trespasser.
0: Oh, is that the, that's the like, dinosaur game, wasn't it, where you could control your hands really weirdly. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's famous for being a terrible game, trespasser. Yeah. <laughs> but um it does sound like mysterious island some monsters roaming about you got to interact with a lot of stuff kind of figure out a story
0: okay yeah this is i mean this is there's no no there's no action you're not going to fight a monster at all you're literally almost you're it's an interactive story if if you will um you're just finding out and it's uh the voice actor is sissy jones who you might know some people will know from Firewatch which was another walking simulator but um that took place on a, in a firewatch tower uh and was absolutely fantastic really really powerful story loved it and uh, she does the voice in in this game as well so would highly recommend that uh, it's on game pass so if you subscribe you know it's it's in your subscription you don't have to pay anything extra which is always nice other than that I'm still reading pandemonium joe I am a slow reader but I am near in the end now. I've I've just lost a character, which is a, oh. which was oh, a, a shock. I did not see it happening, and I'm very sad to see that person meet their demise.
1: When you get done with this, um, Steve Alton's Meg.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You said about Meg because I mean I've seen the Jason Statham film, but
1: yeah, the Jason Statham film isn't really the same as the book. Um. need to read the books and there is a point at which a main character is lost in the books and I was I I put all the books down after that I was just like (laughs) no, because they were so good like they got through so much and it was amazing and then Within like the last fifteen pages.
0: Oh, oh, that's cruel, isn't it? Yeah, well,
1: and then we've had the characters
0: from Fragment, and you know their stories are now carrying on, and yeah. then one just abruptly ends. So I was like, oh, oh, I like them.
1: Yeah, but they're they're well written characters if you actually well, feel for them. Yes, that's and the that's
0: thing. it. He's um, Warren has done, done an amazing job. You know, I can't fault it. It's not like a ridiculous death it's one that that makes sense and you know it was meaningful so i'm you know i'm not going to complain about it i'm just sad that it happened but yeah i'm i'm probably like 50 pages out now i think from finishing it so this week i'll be done and then i will share my 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 full feelings spoiler yeah yeah
1: yeah i think i prefer fragment to pandemonium um but pandemonium has some like really cool stuff to it it takes it further
0: yeah i'm not sure which one i prefer at the moment i i think they're both it's i think it's equally as good which is again very impressive
1: yeah some fragment takes place on an island you know it's it's cool but pandemonium like you're stuck underground
0: city yeah underground city that's cool
1: where are you gonna go (laughs) but yeah the uh ghost octopuses are pretty cool occupy
0: whatever they are yeah,
1: the, the puppets you know they're cool yeah, the
0: puppet octopus is uh creepy creepy things i can't it's believe awesome. they're real
1: it's awesome oh yeah octopus do that we actually went to the uh national aquarium in plymouth a few weeks ago and we got to see an octopus playing around with stuff
0: oh really oh that's
1: pretty- cool oh yeah it's pretty neat. Oh, yeah, they put dog toys in with it, you know, so it can just like play around and stuff. Apparently, we get bored in its aquarium.
0: Well, I imagine it would too, because I think I saw one in World, not SeaWorld, Sea Life Center. And it seemed like quite a small tank for it, to be fair. I wasn't impressed. I was like, oh, you know, it's just there hiding. It. There's no room. It could probably stretch out its tentacles, and that was it. And I was like, this isn't nice. So,
1: well, yeah. no animals should be caged. But no. What are you going to do?
0: Yeah so um, yeah so book very good so far yeah. <laughs> near the end um and finally movie wise i watched a quiet place part 2
1: this is really good i haven't seen it yet
0: it's it is good it's um you've got i'd say you've got to be in the right frame of mind to watch it this is not a popcorn flick this is very dark this is um i mean i was i was on the edge of my seat i was worried for the some of the characters um it was I don't want to say depressing, but you know, it, it was, just like well, this is the end of the world and the horrific things will happen to the, you know, few remaining people. So it's, it is very good. Um, I would recommend it. I, it. The creatures are really cool. You get to see more of them. There's like a, it starts off prior to the first film, then catches up to straight after the events of the first film. So you kind of get some more um, story on how they first came here, and introducing our characters who you'll then see later on in the film, and I just love that you know they're these creatures that hunt by sound, you know a bit like those pre pre lifeforms life forms that I love so much. I know mean, these ones are on the ground so you can't get on a rock. It's just kind of stuck, but still, yeah, oh, I mean, did you like the first film?
1: Yeah, I thought the first film was all right. It was really good um. For those of you who don't know, uh, Joe knows American Sign Language, or ASL. I can sign, but um, it's... uh did they I thought it it
0: was... in the film? No, or... no, no. They, okay. they, did it,
1: they did it correctly, and I thought it was really lovely that uh, here's a really wonderful movie, a very creative movie, sci-fi, action, thriller, whatever you want to call it, and the deaf community is totally allowed to participate in this, and I thought that that was really amazing. One of the reasons why we release these episodes on YouTube now is because you get subtitles, so... You know, that's our way of saying that we want to involve a wider audience, which I think is great. But The Quiet Place does that, and I thought it was really fantastic for doing so.
0: Yeah. Well, um, yeah. If you like the first, you like the second. I and mean, there's that, that part in the first one where the the boy and he, he has a rocket ship, doesn't he? That makes the noise. Yeah. And then he's just gone, and it's just heartbreaking. And there's there's more bits like that. There's lots of tense scenes, and you just don't know if they're going to survive, because you know spoilers not everyone does survive this film and that's what makes it good but also um not always pleasant to watch
1: yeah birdcage was kind of like that or bird box what was it
0: oh was that the one with sandra Sandra bullock Bullock. and she was she had to cover her eyes didn't she
1: I apologize for everybody. I just realized what Bird Cage was—the movie in my mind—and it's completely different. There's a lot of talking in that movie. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie, though. Check it out, kids. Ask your parents first. But um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Bird Box. Yeah, that that took a sad cool. turn at one point for me. Yeah, it was an interesting concept.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that. I think that's me kaijued out for what I've been up to
1: yeah well there we go
0: so onwards and upwards folks onwards and upwards so So what are we talking about well we can talk all about the wonderful rodan
1: okay let's get rodan out
0: let's get rodan out let's have a look right so this
1: is from the 2019 film um godzilla king of the monsters and it is a flying sculpt which was the reason why i fell in love with it it is a modern rodan i love the design. I love the energy that was in this sculpt, this pose. He's full on, um, roaring. He's got his wings you know flung out because he's in a flying position. His claws are open like he's grasping. his talons are whipped out behind him like he's zooming along. And it's just fantastic. I love all the nooks and crannies. So I got the Rick boy version which for those of you who are listening who are not familiar with what X-Plus is yet, um, talk about them frequently on the podcast. So a Rickboy is where they do something extra. It's like a limited edition off the normal run. So my limited edition, um, Rodan in the movie, he has kind of a volcanic feel to him. He comes out of an erupting volcano. And all the rest of the movie, you can see, you know, like cinders and what looked like the... Nooks and crannies in his wing membranes—they look like cooling lava. So, in mine, you can see like those yellow and red patterns, like like those cracks and crevices all over him. Whereas the standard, you don't get that. Bit cheeky X Plus making the special edition look like he did in the movie, and the regular edition, he doesn't. But by the by, uh, anyways, I'm really really happy with the sculpt. There are virtually no seams, I cannot really identify where one part ends and the other begins in this because of the way that the sculpt is, is actually structured, the way that Rodan is in the film, because he has like this craggy um, skin and texture, you can't really like see too well. Now I know that the seams are at where his wings connect to the Rodany bit, and I know that the top head, you know, top part of the head comes off and then I can tell that, you know, like probably the feet come off because it would have been really, really hard to do this in one go. That and when you do a model like this, you want to take, be able to take the head off so that you can get the inside of the mouth more easily. So I know that that's where they are, but I just, I can't see them. The glue work is really well done for where they're attached. The points of attachment are great. So normally when you glue a figure like this the glue comes off where it dries really glossy and it ruins the matte finish effect that a lot of these figures have so matte doesn't have like a shine to it if you shine a light on it whereas gloss does yeah. and glue dries glossy so when they put this figure together they didn't use any excess glue so it doesn't ruin the effect like some parts of him right where the seams are they aren't particularly shiny which is another way of camouflaging them even better i am very impressed with this figure um snap it up while you can um it might still be available at some places maybe awesome collector still has a few
0: how much are we talking here
1: joe it depends on which version you get if you're <laughs> gonna go rick you're gonna go a little bit extra i think you're probably gonna pay in the vicinity of two hundred dollars but it is a large 25-centimeter figure. His wingspan is well over 30 centimeters.
0: I was thinking he looked so, quite big.
1: Yeah, his wingspan actually is the same as my Destroy All Monsters Rodan, which is sitting in the corner down here. I'll get a shot of them uh, together that we can put up on this it goes live on YouTube. But his outstretched wings are the same width or length you know across as the destroy all monsters Rodan that uh x plus put out so it is a large 25 centimeter figure and there is a lot more detail to it i feel personally than the destroy all monsters figure now that is because probably it was designed you know by all sorts of people inside a computer and blah 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 whereas destroy all monsters Rodan, you know it to be a practical suit that someone had to wear so texture wasn't necessarily a thing but This Rodan has amazing texture, like all of his little individual teeth, AKA like the little notches in his beak are there. His eyeballs have the pupils still, that's great. I mean, it's just just fantastic. Like his, even like the tips of his fingers, you can see where someone's gone in and actually sculpted like little fingerprints. Those are actually on this figure. And like I say, it's just amazing to behold. I mean, I'm not particularly like a huge Rodan fan, but when I saw this particular and a flying sculpt, I knew I had to have it. So I've explained what's great about it. What I feel could have been done a bit differently is the stand. So the stand is it's a it's a plastic base that kind of latches together two metal prongs that come up and then there's like a piece of plastic that snaps on to keep them more or less stable together and there are two like plastic molds that the metal rods fit into at the top and you're supposed to set rodin on this and it doesn't work it just doesn't work. If you set him there perfectly and, you know, like don't breathe and leave the room, he'll stay there. But if a fly farts, he'll probably fall down. So I have not let mine fall down. I've, I've seen it wobble and I thought, mm, no. So what I've done is right now he's sitting on my desk um, and his wing is propped up on one edge of my desk so that he can't fall down. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some fishing line and a ceiling hook, and I'm going to hang him like I would a model airplane. Now, for those of you who are interested in doing something like this, I can tell you that in the UK on Amazon, the, you can get two um, ceiling hooks with the drywall inserts for screws for seven pounds, and you can get some clear fishing line for five pounds. So for the sake of 12 pounds, I can hang Rodan from my ceiling anywhere I want in a very sturdy way because the fishing line will be able to take far more than this little model weighs, And the fishing line will be clear, And the wall hook, you know, I can put it anywhere in my office. It doesn't take up shelf space. And because of how he is sculpted, what I can do is I can put one loop of fishing line underneath each wing, and that will hold him securely so that he doesn't slide out. So I'm quite happy with that. Um, I've done a lot of measurements for it, and I think that that's the way forward with this figure. Um, it's a shame that the base isn't more sturdy. What I would have preferred, um, what I think would have been a neat idea. So X-Plus does a lot of light up figures and you know, like Godzilla's dorsal plates, you yeah. know, like we have the light up effects with those. And In order to plug those in, um, they have a removable piece, like usually around the foot. You can remove this piece Put the jack in for your battery pack and the plates will light up. So whilst I don't feel that we needed a visible wall hook or a ceiling hook uh, latch um, on on the figure, I feel like if we had like a little metal like hook or loop on his back and because it was metal, if you got like a magnetic scale or something to put on top of it, you could have had like for the sake of it, Um, a loop that you could put a piece of fishing line through to hang him from the ceiling through this and it would have been a perfect anchor point for the figure and because it's magnetic you could just put that you know scale back on top of it and for the sake of what I assume would be I don't know that's probably like pound or two cost for a magnet um, glue and um, one of those hooks that you can put on with that size. I feel like that would have been like a really good amendment to that figure. Kind of like, you know, how we have the X-Plus GMK King Ghidorah with the magnetic tail. So like we have the capability, we have ways of hiding it. And I feel like this figure just screams to be hung because of its pose. And it just looks so epic from the underside. I mean, you're not gonna look at it from the top. Why would you do that? I mean, like you wanna be like under this figure when you're looking at it. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hang it from the ceiling. And uh, what I'll do um, when this goes up on YouTube, I'll go ahead and put the links or you know, the descriptions of the products that I used for it because I've, I've done a bit of DIY. So it shouldn't be anything hard for like the person who wants to have a legitimate flying Rodan in their room. Yeah, I think it's a really, really solid figure it's just like because I love the figure so much I want the base to be a little bit better and because his wings are just so splayed and his center of gravity is just a little bit more forward than what the clear molded Rodan cups I guess was what we'll call them want to hold him it's just he wobbles it a little bit and I probably spent about 45 minutes just trying to figure out like the perfect way to get it done and just, I couldn't do it to such a satisfactory way. I don't want him to fall. (laughs) so.
0: Well, that's understandable. You just, yeah, spent a small fortune on it. I I mean, I think that's an amazing idea of hanging it on the ceiling. That sounds great. Yeah, I mean,
1: this is probably the first figure that X-Plus has done that I can say you can really get away from hanging it from the ceiling. So like the 2001 King Ghidorah that I just mentioned, it's absolutely gorgeous figure but you can tell it's meant to be just standing there. And the Destroy All Monsters Rodan, he's just standing there. So this figure, it's an actual flying sculpt. I'm going to make it fly. And I think just you know like in future releases like if if it was me what I would have done is I would have made I would give both the same paint job but the Rick one you can hang it from the ceiling. You know? that's the route I would have taken. But, you know, it's still a fantastic release, you know? I think that that if we saw more releases like this for like flying monsters, where they're actually in dynamic poses, because I mean, his wings aren't even at the same level. Like, you know, he's like flapping, like he's like turning. You can see like the angle of his head, the angle of his feet, the way that his tail is positioned so that he is actually turning in the air, chasing something. It's really awesome. I feel like there's a 25 centimeter Mothra, you know, like around the corner that, you know, like you put in front of this Rodan. And, like, again, like that would be fantastic. You could hang the Mothra in front of it. Like, how cool would that be? I'm sure there are collectors out there that agree with me. But it's just a fantastic sculpt. I'm so glad that they did it. And I'm so glad that I got the figure.
0: Okay. Well, just so you know, I've checked and it is available in Awesome Collector 180. Oh, sweet for the Ooh. standard 250 for the rick yeah so yeah so there is a fair bit of premium for that paint job there
1: it the paint job like it does look like he does in the movie that's the thing so,
0: wow, so be frustrating, not, isn't it? yeah you'd be, you'd, yeah, you'd it, be it kicking yourself wouldn't you
1: you would be kicking yourself but at the same time it is quite a bit and i feel like i said you know like if we got the paint job with like a wall hang or a ceiling yeah. hang that would have been, that would have been like what clinched that, you know. That would have been it. But it I, regardless, it's a fantastic figure and if you're thinking about getting it, it's Joe endorsed. I have quite a few X plus behind me. I got to say I am I am actually pretty picky about my monsters. I don't just go out and buy whatever. But Rodan is one of Toho's big 5 and I have always loved Rodan, and the 2019 version was just so well done. So I was really happy when they came out with this, and I think honestly it is the best MonsterVerse figure that they've released. I I, I really do think that. I, I love the gigantic Godzilla that they did. I, I like the Kong Skull Island sculpt they did, yeah. but this Rodan has the best pose and honestly it has the most going for it in the way that you can display it. I mean maybe I haven't cracked the stand yet who knows but the fact that you can hang this from the ceiling and it looks like he is flying awesome awesome it just it has that extra wow factor going for it. Yeah that is the uh x plus 25 centimeter large monster series rodan brick version and uh like i said check out our youtube video and of this podcast and you will see my pictures and uh you will get the descriptions of how to hang this rodan from a ceiling
0: okay thanks very much joe let's no take worries. a break
1: hello and welcome to episode 80 of kaiju curry house earlier in the episode we told you what we had not really been up to then i went on to gush about the amazing x plus 25 centimeter 2019 large monster series rodan which is awesome now we're going to tell you about a whole bunch of goodies that are coming up so paul has very kindly agreed to share his screen with zillafoot paul where do you find this stuff
0: well ah you know me this is um done by both worlds Yes, it's it's not the best. It's the beast of both worlds. See, see what they did there. Isn't that clever?
1: Yeah, (laughs) clever. That's what we're going to call it.
0: Okay. Well, it's done by SRS Cinema, who Mm -hmm. we know, you know, do.
1: Yeah, they do good stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean
0: they release this this type of thing, don't they? And um, it's got uh six point six on IMDb, which is you know. A lot better. Than... Yeah, I was expecting two or three. But... Okay, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> Call me interested. How did it manage to do that? What's the synopsis of this thing? I haven't even heard of it before.
0: Have you never, never heard of it at all?
1: No, I, I have not come across this, Paul. i I've, I've been busy with homework. <laughs>
0: homework. Yes,
1: children. Joe has homework, and how old is he? We're not going to say, oh, but it's dear. over thirty. Oh,
0: okay, goodness. well. Let me tell you. I'll, I'll tell you a bit about it. So a UFO lands on of Earth, course. yeah, as it does, um, and it unleashes this giant monster that's both half lizard and half gorilla. So you know it's the it's the beast of both worlds. We've got Godzilla and Bigfoot colliding there into some sort of giant monster that devastates the city, but. Not only that, it awakes a strange dinosaur. I, I don't know what that dinosaur is, but that's, that's what it tells me. Um, and then it's up to the scientists.
1: The scientists. Who we,
0: yeah, we love the scientists. Every so time. Every time. It's not their fault, to be fair. It's yeah, the, I
1: feel like the aliens crapped on us this time, but go yeah, ahead.
0: And the, the scientists are going to solve it, along with the final members of the famed Ultra Squad, who... Uh, they're okay, not on the picture the squad. They're not on the Ultra anywhere who? on the art. We, I, d- I don't know who they are. Who who are the famed?
1: I'm going uh, to question the famed part of their description. <laughs> Me too. I'm just gonna just gonna put a tack in that for later. Are they actually famous?
0: I guess so. Oh dear. They um, they must be in the context of this film. Okay. um yeah, and it's an epic kaiju homage. Is how they're classing it. So. It, it might be fun. I don't know.
1: Oh, I have to watch this movie now. If I got the rating of six on IMDb.
0: But then that could be, you know, a few people. Someone's just... mom.
1: Someone's mom <laughs> voting. My <laughs> boy did a great job 10,000 times.
0: It happens.
1: I love you, Mom. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah. So, should... okay, I'll tell you why. Because two pe- two people voted 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm dubious about that. Two people voted six out of ten, and only one person voted one.
1: Oh, so we don't have a lot of votes yet.
0: So there's only five votes on this film, two of which say it's you know ten out of ten that a cinematic masterpiece
1: this this I feel like we need a larger population sample in order to accurately gauge the
0: quality of this film. I agree, but I am curious. Oh it, yeah, I'm I'll, curious I'll that. too. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's oh something that we might have to watch and potentially review at some point
1: oh yeah we're gonna have to do that but we're gonna have to drag alex into this
0: yes yes we will get alex to return and i mean maybe we can get someone who's involved to tell oh, us more yeah. about the famous ultra squad
1: i want to know more about this ultra squad yeah, they've up to. jeez <laughs> all right next
0: right let's have a look what else have we got mexico oh, there
1: we go oh where's where's alex alex your poo monster is back Kedora mezco amazing
0: so mezco they did a kong recently didn't they as well that you quite liked i think am i thinking mm-hmm. of the same thing yeah yeah
1: they did joe devito's kong that's they it joe kong King Sk- yeah i mean like you can't find it but it's a really cool kong
0: okay to be well, fair I-
1: to be fair i'm kind of glad i can't find it because that's just another shelf hog that i don't need at this point
0: <laughs> that's that's fair i mean, they've they haven't revealed any information. No pricing, no release date, no size. So I don't know typically what Mezco do.
1: That looks, those look like six to eight inch vinyl figures. Um, there's no articulation in the head. There might be some articulation in the neck on that Godzilla Yeah, there. so the
0: neck looks like it moves, but so that's it. Folks,
1: folks are joining in just on the uh, podcast side of this rather than looking at it with YouTube with us. Uh, we've got a Ghidorah here. Looks like a pretty decent sculpt, pretty decent paint application. The eyes look fantastic. Um, we've got a Godzilla again. It looks like a great sculpt. You can tell it's the Godzilla from the movie. I particularly like the hands on the Godzilla that they've done. The dorsal plates are matching up. I like how they do the um, what we call it? The uh, upturned uh, spikes on his neck rather than uh, backward facing. That's something that was um, pretty stand out in that movie for me. Um, it looks like there's a seam on his leg. I I, I don't see a seam on his shoulder joint for that Godzilla.
0: Yeah, I can't so, see one, but you never know. It's, but I'm going to say they're,
1: they're six to eight inch tall uh, vinyl figures, it looks like, from okay. here. But yeah, Mesco usually does really good stuff. They're kind of like an, a quality indie supplier. I mean, nice it says, yeah, buy,
0: it. buy collectors for collectors is their little tagline there. Um, and I wasn't sure if it was more of a NECA or Monster Arts level of quality we should be expecting here.
1: I think with their, I mean, their paint application is leagues ahead of what Bandai has been doing. Um, so I'm, I'm quite happy with the paint application. The sculpt is pretty good. Bandai does really good sculpts, but I think this is maybe, pardon me, like a little bit, uh, perhaps a little bit higher quality.
0: Yeah, they look good, but so yeah, Hedora, I think, looks really impressive. There, I love. Yeah,
1: because... it's not a good. Sh- it's not a good angle on the Godzilla,
0: to be fair. But... No, it's just the fact that the. I mean, um, Hedora's got very red eyes. Oh, yeah, and kind um, of like orange lines going through the slime, and some green going through that. It's just a, it's a nice mesh of colors. It just flows really well.
1: Um uh, yeah, But it's, it's not.
0: There's not only that pose though. There seems to be.
1: Ah, uh, there we go, flying so,
0: there, so there
1: is some posability in the Godzilla, so, lo and behold, he does have a shoulder joint, so that's nice, and again, I really like the hands on that Godzilla figure, they're very expressive, um, oh, it, I don't know if that's necessarily a detail that they were meaning to add, but it looks like on the dorsal plates we have, where they zipped up the costume, that or it's just where the, glute, the dorsal plates in on the figure, but <laughs> I mean like that, that's kind of like a neat little attitude that's there, but I really like the bone coloring on the dorsal plates. It's like a dirty bone it's not like uh it's not just you know, white just like, is it <laughs> it's not the white or the gray yeah it, it, it's a good coloration effect have going on the, the hedora looks great i really like the texture on it
0: yeah i was thinking it's that it, it's just it's lots of it's not just a fine plastic is there? there's lots of um little imperfections in it that really um just yeah make it stand out it's all it's all bumpy and again like those photoshop factory too the photoshop yeah. factory i was wondering if that or... came with it because it looks no like it is no. it, it looks perfect i would love it if it comes with a set where you have two hedoras one flying one standing and then like a, a little slurm a, factory with a i really am happy
1: though it, it's just a nice thing i will say this to any manufacturers that are listening if you do all the poses or all the forms that a particular monster can have in like in one release kudos to you right so yeah. Ghidorah. You know, like, it has wings out, its wings can get folded up, the heads can be all over the place, fair enough. I mean, like, there isn't necessarily a lot of versatility there, but Hedora has, like, multiple forms. We have a tadpole, we have flying, we have crawling, we have stand-up, like, a kaiju. I mean, like, is a hard thing to tackle, but here they've, they've done, like, two main ones that are quite memorable from the movie. And they've just done it in one go. I really like that. That's, that's good stuff. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. We, we approve of, of the initial We approve. <laughs> I'm
1: not necessarily a Dora fan, but I approve of those figures. That's good.
0: Yeah, so It's hard to
1: think of what they're going to cost, though.
0: Yeah, we, we won't worry about that just yet. Oh, um,
1: and here we are, the Bandai Mutos. Yes,
0: yeah, so the Bandai Mutos. Um, so we're getting both the male and female.
1: Mm-hmm. The male and female, and it looks like they're in the pose where they're meeting in San Francisco, and the male... It's just about to give the female a uh, nuclear warhead.
0: Yeah, and I believe the the models do come with a nuclear warhead as well. Just you know, just to put it in a the real one. But um, I don't think it was real. I'll have to check. But I'm I'm pretty sure it was just a model. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: No, they look good. Um, at the moment, we don't really have some great high res images yet. But the mudos are what they are. They're angular. I mean, like these look like they stand. They balance well. You have the nice glowing effect paint job by the eyes that red slash that goes across the head
0: that's you know, it i love the eyes but i mean the nature is that they are quite a single toned creature
1: yeah but yeah but i mean like they have a great fan following i mean they were a very original kaiju they're cool for what they are that's great
0: yeah i like you them in the pride. film but i don't know if i like them enough because um we, we had look at this is yeah. this was about 280 dollars I don't think they're, I love them that much. Are you
1: sure? Does it Does not come with a real nuclear missile? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's a lot for how big they're probably going to be, to be fair. But if you really love the Mudos, now's the time to show your appreciation and get it going.
0: Well, that's it, yeah. You know, if people must have been asking for it, and so they have... This is, this is thing.
1: So, like, I love Titanosaurus, and the amount of Titanosaurus merch that's out there, I, I'm pretty sure I own all of it. Like, it just <laughs> isn't a lot. So... And I got a feel for the Mudo crowd. I mean, like, these guys were very charismatic in their film. And there's been next to nothing so far as official releases. So, I mean, hats off to Bandai for giving the fandom something that they've been asking for. That's really really generous of you. That's really great. But my God, I mean, like, can you buy them separately? Like, say, (laughs) wow, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. But... I'm glad that the folks that were looking for this have the opportunity.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. That's how we should look at it. Okay. Ooh. What we have here, people, is a. Is that scorpion f- in the foreground? What? Oh. <laughs> it, I mean, it looks like it, this picture was taken at a comic convention, and there is someone who is wearing that yellow. And yeah, they got I mo- I don't know. Another
1: gonna come at you if we put this on YouTube. That is totally Scorpion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scorpion's taking a picture of the Godzilla model, folks. We've got a, we've got a Mortal Kombat, you know, in the house. Scorpion is a fan of the kaiju. That's awesome. So this model is sixty centimeters it's tall. Six, long. Yeah,
0: sixty centimeters. Which, I mean, it, is it just tall? seems. Is it seems that, too big?
1: Is that 60 centimeters tall? I think it's sixty centimeters tall.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, because Lord Almighty, this has got to be pushing four to six feet long. This is Godzilla versus Space co- in your own Godzilla room. But it is got to be pushing four to six foot long. You know, like more, like talking like one and a half meters maybe, and it's just massive you've got the city with the crystals come out of it you've got godzilla and space godzilla meeting up in the middle i mean like it's big enough that i i wouldn't does it, have you heard any more specs on it can they light it up i mean it looks big enough that you could do that
0: uh, the only pictures they released didn't have any sort of light showing so mm. i don't i don't think it does
1: well it's Probably going to cost your firstborn child, but I was going to say, for how big it is, <laughs> you could probably put like a lighting you, effect if you're savvy enough.
0: Well, yeah, that's it. You probably could um could fit it yourself. Uh, so it's done by XM Studios, who I haven't heard of before.
1: They're great. I'm telling you what yeah. that it's amazing. Like the way that they've got those crystals in Space Godzilla, they look like they're
0: directly out of the movie. Well, that's it. I think it. I think it's a two part. So you could have Godzilla where he's just got the city around him or you can have the space Godzilla where he's got you know that the crystals coming out of the ground or you can have both together but it was just unveiled recently at the um, New York Comic Con so it's there's there's few details available at the moment but it looks really cool and it's just,
1: really great I and mean, also like,
0: too big to ever own
1: well I gotta say though like the sculpting is phenomenal like that's the kind of stuff that you would usually only see coming out of like a high quality resin Mm -hmm. kit or like indie studio like that's good stuff right there i am well impressed i mean that's the kind of thing that like you worry if production is going to be able to match that quality that's that's really really good like even the crystals themselves are absolutely gorgeous they've got this like quartz like smoke like opaque smoky like crystal quality like they look
0: it looks like quartz doesn't it has been used
1: yeah oh it's so good like that that is really off the charts that is fantastic
0: so yeah. absolutely start fantastic. saving now and you might be able to get it in your <laughs> wow. yeah, s- love that love that um hey hannah barbera awesome. yeah so uh, it's actually listed as Godzilla, the animated series, the, but then in brackets, 1970s, because obviously when I hear animated series, I think of the, the 90s one, but yeah, this th- what we're seeing here is a Mondo exclusive Hanna-Barbera Godzilla statue, and as you'd imagine, it is, it's pretty much all green, just like the cartoon, with just um very simple black lines to kind of i guess just go for that cartoon feel and i re- it's mm-hmm. really simple but really i really like the look of it
1: no i mean Hanna barbera that's like incredible nostalgia for a lot of people like i yeah. have that series here i mean like i'll drag them out every once in a while they're incredibly simple but at the same time in terms of like value for entertainment like real adventure stories and stuff i mean it, the Flintstones wasn't entertaining for me. Scooby-Doo was mildly entertaining at best. I mean, like, let's, let's not really talk about Jabberjaw. I mean, like, if folks know about Jabberjaw, you're awesome. But, I mean, like, the Hanna-Barbera Godzilla, like, that was some real quality entertainment. Like, they woke in a little bit of science fiction. We had kaiju battles. We had male and female characters that were on a similar level of intelligence and importance to the plot. I mean, like... It was a really great show. It was a standout animated series for its time. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. To have the Godzilla there. That's a fantastic. So I mean, I mean yeah. I'm really happy that Godzuki isn't seen anywhere on this
0: thing. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. I mean, if x did it, that would be the Rip exclusive, wouldn't it? You you would have oh, a yeah. little Godzuki there. Yeah.
1: There'd be a Godzuki or a Calico. So how big is this thing?
0: Uh, I don't know the actual size. I don't think it's it's massive though. It's not a 30 centimeter. That's for sure.
1: Hmm. Uh, wow, I'd, I'd say that 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 looks really good. I mean, like that is the cartoon, isn't
0: it? That's it. They've got it. Spot it's on. it's it's
1: interesting seeing it in three D because it, it looks a little bit different <laughs> in three D. But that is it. That is that is that Godzilla from there. Yeah, that's it, really good. So so far, this is the one that you know, like I would get for like. Well, a that's desk it. Or
0: this is this is something that I I never you never see any sort of nineteen seventies Godzilla merch Uh, i don't know when 1970s
1: Hanna barbera animated
0: Uh, uh, yeah yeah
1: Yeah. there's lots of 70s godzilla merch (laughs) out there
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, that is true um okay it's 8.25 inches tall eight
1: and a quarter inches
0: yeah
1: all right so two-thirds of a foot tall
0: and it's 120 dollars currently on pre-order ouch (sighs) But, I mean, you, you say that, you know, I, I pay, what, $100 for an X-Plus Defo Reel. I know. Is, so, I know. It's... This
1: is me being picky. This is me being picky. Like, I have the show. I'm happy with the show. It, I'm absolutely in love with that show. Not enough to spend $120 on a figure, but there will be people who do enjoy Well, I mean,
0: for, the, for nostalgia alone, I am one of those people that are very tempted. Not going to mm-hmm. lie. Very tempted.
1: It is, it is tempting, but i'm saving up for other things at the moment
0: yeah but listeners if you remember the tv show or have seen it the model is exactly how you could picture it, it it's i just think it's it's so well done
1: it's the good stuff i'm not gonna lie yeah mondo did a great job here
0: uh, but what they've also done um, over at mondo is have a attack peter version of godzilla and i don't know who attack peter is did you joe i just thought it's it fascinating why are we it, attacking peter because it's godzilla what did peter
1: do what did peter do
0: <laughs> it's godzilla but he's he's all black and then he's just got it's, it's like he's been he's drawn then in, in white he's got some scales drawn on some lines drawn on it's this is like some uh, kind it's, it's kind like a like tribal poly-
1: yeah this is like some kind of like polynesian vibe going on here i feel like we've got a jet black godzilla and like what we've had is someone like paint or like do stylized paint of like where his scales would be like his eyes um like they're just a dot with like rings going outward around that dot until you reach like the full eye socket i mean it's really cool i mean like check it out Uh, mondo attack peter godzilla i mean for those of you who are joining us on youtube you'll be seeing it but it's kind of a really neat paint design, and I think it's got a really cool vibe to it. Is this one sold for about the same price as the Hanna-Barbera, Paul?
0: It is, yeah. Yeah, so it should be pretty much exactly the same, like, size and price. Uh, I'd be
1: really curious to see which one sold more units, to be perfectly honest, because that's a really cool vibe going on for that figure.
0: It is. I mean, it's different. It stands out, which is why I just wanted to highlight it, because I thought, I have no idea what this is, but it looks... <sighs> It just—it's just unlike anything I've seen.
1: It looks good. It looks good. It's neat, and it's three D too. So I mean, like, it—it's it, going to have like a neat vibe. Put it in the middle of your table on Thanksgiving if you're American. Looks cool. Because, <laughs> like, totally the thing to do. I will.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not?
1: Godzilla should be the centerpiece at all family gatherings.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Oh, right. oh here we and go one last thing before we go because this is By amazing way. so godzilla versus kong the final battle has been remade in statue form for about five thousand pounds or probably i think it's about i think it's four four and a half five thousand dollars actually and then probably a bit, a bit more than that in pounds but anyway it it looks stunning because you've got Godzilla on one side, Kong on the other, in, um, where well, they're in Japan, aren't they? They're in, okay. uh,
1: they're in Hong Kong.
0: Hong Kong, okay. And yeah. all the buildings, they've got um, neon lights in. So it's, so not only is Godzilla's fins, uh, dorsal plates lit up and his mouth lit up, but I think it actually makes a power up noise and like, light effect. But the city is also like the neon city that you remember from the film. And there's flames coming out of the building that are also lit up. I would, have, I, would I, could not justify spending that amount of money on a model, but it looks really cool.
1: It does look really cool. It's <laughs> kind of like when people drive by in like a Lamborghini or something like that, yeah. you just got to say, like, that's not Damn. practical. <laughs> and you way overpaid for that. And I have no use for that. Wow, dude, that's cool. That really is cool. Oh, man, that's great. I've seen pictures. The picture that we're looking at right now is Godzilla and Kong squaring off. Kong's actually leaping through the air, about to hit Godzilla. But I've seen images where you get him with the axe. Kong's holding the axe, about to club Godzilla over the head. Okay. But this is an absolutely massive figure. It looks great. Godzilla's just, you know, in attack mode. Kong's coming at him. It looks like someone's about to get a bean to the face, but we all know what that axe does at this point. Um, if if you don't, it's in the trailers. Watch a trailer. But uh, it looks really good. All the stuff from Prime 1 seems to be coming out, and it looks really great, to be fair. And it's huge. It's just you have to be a really dedicated collector with enough money to earn at that point.
0: Yeah, I and mean, this is um, actually also 60 centimeters tall. So wow! It, it you know it is big, but it is beautiful.
1: It is beautiful. I mean,
0: but for that price, it should be. <laughs>
1: it's made out of real Kong and real Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: looks uh, great, though. Well done, yeah. Prime
1: Studio. Looks great.
0: Looks great. Right, yeah, available from Zavi of all places in the UK.
1: Hmm. Is, is Zavi like a warehouse or a retailer, or someone scalping us here?
0: Well, Zav- you know Zavi <laughs>
1: I've never used Zavy.
0: Oh, okay. They used to be. Um, they used to have big stores. I mean, shopping centres where they would have, you know, DVDs, games, vinyls, everything. They were just, yeah, massive, absolutely massive.
1: So they're they're like what HMV is right now.
0: Um, I suppose yeah, they would be competitors to HMV.
1: All right.
0: Yeah, they're they're hmm. a, they're they're a big brand they're not going to try and con you <laughs> oh yeah well,
1: i i don't know it was like ebay or something
0: like that oh cool so yeah so that's that's all that a good. Lot that's, of merch that is a lot of merch coming a lot of expensive merch unfortunately but um yeah. you know niche <laughs> fandom we pay the price so yeah. it's time we wrap up joe what can you give us if nothing else
1: Right. So if nothing else, um, when you're done listening to this podcast, go and check us out on YouTube. Like I've alluded to multiple times this episode, this is kind of a visual um, podcast uh, episode. So go ahead to YouTube, check us out there. But in the meantime, while you're on the internet, there's a really cool Kickstarter going called Beast of the Mesozoic Tyrannosaur series. It is really amazing. Um, We have scientifically accurate Tyrannosaur figures. They are beautifully done. There's a variety of species. There are alternate skins or paint jobs that I should say for the Tyrannosaurus Rex itself. One is the natural um, paint color scheme, which the authors of the series decided to go with. There is a walking with dinosaurs homage skin, which is really cool. And then there is a Dino Riders, a Tycho Dino Riders.
0: R-M-B-Sign. Uh, <laughs>
1: it's been done there. It's really great. They even got the original Dino Riders uh, box art guy to do the box art for th- this uh, series for that version. But if you want to go and look at what Joe's after, in particular in this series, <laughs> there is a Gorgosaurus. And the paint job was done by none other than Shane Folks, who is... He's a legend in the uh, Dinosaur Collectibles fandom for making amazing models and doing even cooler paint jobs on his models. So that Gorgosaurus is amazing. Um, It's kind of like the Kenner Young T-Rex blue version uh, vibes I got coming off of that paint scheme. But uh, check out that line, back it. It's really cool. And um, it's, it's just good, wholesome fun like those figures are great and they're quite affordable to be perfectly honest so yeah go for that check us out on youtube see my rodan see how i'm gonna do it and uh yeah check out beasts of the mesozoic paul what do you got going
0: uh i'm gonna have to recommend something called oat studio volume one now Mm -hmm. this is already it's been on youtube for about three or four years already um but for whatever reason it's now available on netflix um, you might know Neil Blomkamp, who did uh, District 9, Elysium, and Chappie. Uh, before, well, before all that, he did um, TV adverts. Uh, he, he was the one who, who did the special effects for the Citroen transforming car. Uh, so he's, you know, he's very good at visual effects, and then went into directing and writing. And he's got his own little studio where he's making kind of high-concept, short stories so there's there's a few of them um They're good stuff They're they really they are they are really really good so there's one called Racker, uh, for example and it's about um these reptilian aliens invading the earth and it's got sigourney weaver in it so you've got this you know amazing actress and a big budget but on like a 20-minute film so it's it's just <laughs> i just love that like i can watch a whole film in 20 minutes um there's another one called Z- Zygot, i think like um about an-
1: zygote?
0: yeah zygote isn't it and that's um like this really strange morphing creature on a spaceship um, and it's, got,
1: it's dakota- got major thing it's got major thing fanning uh dakota fanning it's yeah. got uh it's got
0: major thing vibes going on yeah yeah so yeah dakota fanning's um like the lead character in that so it's absolutely worth time um i think he's done a great job you know, with this studio and I hope more comes of it now it's on Netflix I'm guessing that's to hopefully lure in more people who wouldn't necessarily search for it on YouTube and that mm-hmm. maybe we'll get a volume two at some point because these initial ones are absolutely fantastic and
1: if you, you like the... love death and robots yes on Netflix you will love Oat Studio
0: that is yeah that's it a nice anthology of, of completely different types of, of films well worth your time and it doesn't even take up much time so that is my recommendation, Oat Studio Volume One on Netflix. Joe, take us away.
1: Folks, as always, thank you for tuning in. Listen to us gossip about giant monsters. It is amazing to have your support. Give us a like, subscribe, tell us what we're doing right. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, keep a kaiju.